0: Ela mora no meu peito E eu moro, eu vizinho é aqui e Eu fico desse jeito Pensando nos peitos, nos carinhos dela Ela mora no meu peito E eu moro, eu vizinho é aqui e Eu fico desse jeito Pensando nos peitos, nos carinhos dela Ela mora no meu peito E eu moro, vizinha é aqui
1: Welcome back, SFL Nation. Welcome back to SFL Night, AJ Stryker. Thank you so much for joining me today or tonight or whenever you decided to hit that play button or turn on that radio dial. I really appreciate it, y'all. And I have here with me, Mr. Todd Anderson, Todd, um, tight end, excuse me, for the Atlanta Swarm as my co-host tonight. How are you doing?
2: I'm great, Ashley. How are you doing?
1: doing fantastic always great to see you again you know you good were one of them i kind of followed you from the time you were just getting into the league and then you finally got drafted so that congratulations how's things going in atlanta
2: atlanta's been fun atlanta's been fun good people uh, uh we didn't uh, we didn't have the season that i think uh, any of us wanted necessarily but uh, uh but again a good organization good people all around
1: all right, all right. I can't up the good things about Atlanta. All right. So, all right. So, we're going to be talking about the SFLM action that occurred on Friday. And for those who don't know, um, we have the minor leagues that started two seasons ago. So, this is third season, and still a wonderful way for the rookies to kind of showcase their talents before they make it to the majors. And then I have the playoffs. Um, outcomes from our majors, and it was some exciting games. Followed by a fourth and goal interview with Mr. Polly Truth of the Albuquerque Adams, Aaron Alexander from the Lexington Miners, and Axel Raven from the Tacoma Grizzlies. So, going to be full of rookies, I'm new and excited, and, and trying to express how much they love the league so far. Just you know, from the very first games that. Took place, whether they won or lost, they were very excited. So, all right, Todd, there were some fantastic games that happened, huh? A lot of good stuff.
2: Yes, yes, there were. Both uh, both in the uh, minors and uh, the playoff games, of course, were all great.
1: Wonderful. So, what we're going to do is go over the SFLM minors right now. The Birmingham Fuel took on the Lexington minors, and the minors won 25 to 0. Uh, the miners had 176 yards passing, 165 yards rushing, 341 yards total. Their time of possession was twenty-nine minutes and two seconds with no mistake. The fuel, however, had thirty yards passing, twenty-three yards rushing, fifty-three yards total. Their time of possession was only fourteen minutes and thirty-one seconds with three turnovers. So I what do you think happened with this game? I mean, besides Um, the the Miners' defense only holding these guys to 53 yards of total offense.
2: Well, the the big thing, I think this is a good example of how in the Miners, every season, most of the roster turns over. Uh, You you had uh, a a few more second-year players uh, on Lexington's team. Even though they're a new team, they were able to acquire some players that really made a big difference in this game. Um, but defensively, uh, Lexington uh, just put the, just put a big uh, stop on Birmingham's uh, star running back uh, Square Bush, holding him to 23 yards for the entire game, and that was huge. Uh, and not only that, um, uh, you know, the outcome really wasn't as surprising as it might have been otherwise.
1: Gotcha. And the player of the game was Bailey O'Shaughnessy, 31 of 10s. 135 yards one touchdown 90 reception yards the salt lake city rustlers took on the madison lakes and madison won uh won the game 30 to 27 the rustlers had 225 yards passing only eight yards rushing 233 yards total their time of possession was 13 minutes and 39 seconds with three mistakes madison had 325 yards passing, 128 yards rushing, with 453 yards total. Their time of possession was 29 minutes, 53 seconds with one turnover. So, looks like the time of possession was a lot better than the rustlers. They were able to put up way more uh, rushing yards um, versus the rustlers, at least Madison was. And I think that that was probably the key to them winning this game. What do you say?
2: Well, I, I agree with that. And again, this uh, another example where a star uh, running back was held to a really a pretty mediocre day. Uh, Salt Lake City's uh, running back uh, Brooke uh, Basil, uh was held to eight yards on nine carries, and that put all of the weight on Tommy Utah uh, to carry the to carry the game offensively. Um, he didn't look terrible, but he did have three picks, and again, that was that was a lot for them to have to overcome.
1: Got gotcha. you. Now, you guys, please forgive me because the player of the game. His name is Usis Denobola
2: Essex Denabola.
1: Ah, Essex Denanova. Did I say it right?
2: D- Denabola.
1: Denabola. Okay. Mr. Denebola at 13, <laughs> 13 possessions, 151 yards, two touchdowns, and 11.6 yards per catch. Please, guys, forgive me. Sometimes these names, you know, I don't have my glasses on, so they kind of run together. But the Albuquerque Adams took on the San Jose flight and the Adams won 17 to 10. Adams had 191 yards passing, 98 yards rushing, 289 yards total. They held the ball for 22 minutes and 30 seconds with three mistakes. The flight had 253 yards passing, 89 yards rushing, 332 yards total. They held the ball for 20 minutes and 21 seconds with one mistake. So, what do you say, what do you think about this game? Because they were pretty close. It looks like the the, uh, flight actually had more passing yards um, then Albuquerque, but perhaps they were a little bit smarter with the ball on, on, on the Adams side.
2: Well, uh, the Albu- Albuquerque quarterback had a, had a good day, but he did turn the ball over three times, and that kind of kept the game a little closer than it might have been otherwise. Um, but uh, but both teams actually played a really good game, uh, where Albuquerque. I think, uh, got the upper hand is that they were able to sustain this uh, sustain drives and, uh, and get into scoring position, uh, a little bit better than San Jose was able to. Um, and, and of course, they they had a, they had a big bomb to Nate Ritters, uh, for a touchdown, which, which I think kind of broke the game open, even though the score doesn't reflect, um, uh, You know, the game, you know, getting out of hand, uh, it certainly uh, uh, put uh, Albuquerque in in a good position uh, to win the game.
1: You know, and that is that is something to think about with three mistakes that Albuquerque made and with San Jose making only one mistake. It would seem that even though you do throw those interceptions at times or you have those turnovers, it does not mean that you're going to lose.
2: That's right.
1: Player of the game was wide receiver Nate Ritters, as you spoke of earlier, with four receptions, for 88 yards, one touchdown, and he went 22.8 yards per catch. The Memphis River Runners had always slowed it down, <laughs> took on the Tacoma Grizzlies, and the River Runners won the game 41-3, putting a big number. The River Runners had 357 yards passing, 203 yards uh rushing for five hundred and sixty yards total. That's like major leagues time right there.
3: That's
1: right. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um their time of possession was 25 minutes and 33 seconds with only one mistake. The Grizzlies had 187 yards passing, 104 yards rushing, um 291 yards total. Their time of possession was 18 minutes and 27 seconds with three turnovers. So it looks like the Grizzlies having those three turnovers and not holding the ball long as long as Memphis did definitely had an effect on the game. Would you say?
2: Yeah. Again, I would agree with that. Uh, Tacoma, you know, they returned a, a an experienced uh, star running back in Brad Jones, and he actually had a great day. He twenty-two carries for 104 yards, and uh, that's 4.7 yards a carry. But uh, but Memphis uh, returned. Uh, both a star running back and G.P. Wells, who had a huge day, 27 carries for 161 yards and a touchdown. And uh, their quarterback, O.J. Bruin, who just put on a clinic. He was uh, 25 of 31, three touchdowns, one interception and 357 yards. And uh, there was there was just, you know, again, Memphis racked up 560 yards of total offense. And in the M's, that's huge. And uh, just uh, Tacoma, just e- even with their experienced uh, quarterback and running back, they just couldn't keep up.
1: You're absolutely right. And O.J. Burren made so much of an impact that he was the player of the game with what you said, 25 completions, 31 attempts, 357 yards, three touchdowns, and his quarterback rating is a 133.5. That's absolutely awesome. Nothing. Great games to watch. They occur every Friday. Um, I'll definitely have that graphic up there and the links to the games in the description so you can kind of catch those and go from couch to field today. (laughs) Now, with the playoffs that ensued, these were the wild card games and these were absolutely exciting as well. The Las Vegas Fury took on the St. Louis Gladiators, and the Fury won the game 33-21. The Las Vegas Fury had 292 yards passing, 153 yards rushing, 445 yards total. Their time of possession was 23 minutes and 2 seconds with no mistakes. St. Louis had three hundred and fourteen yards passing, one hundred and twenty-four yards rushing, four hundred and thirty-eight yards total. Their time of possession was twenty minutes and twenty-seven seconds with two turnovers. So, St. Louis put up a heck of a fight. Todd, what do you think um, kept them out of the winner's winner's circle this time?
2: Well, uh, both teams played played great. It was just uh, St. Louis's misfortune uh, to play uh, the Fury. Uh, on on a, an explosive day, both for Colin Pierce, their quarterback, and for Scott Johnson, their running back. Both of these guys played lights out, and uh, uh, again, similar to the last game we talked about, uh, St. Louis just couldn't keep up. Um, they, Las Vegas didn't make any mistakes to speak of, and, you know, the few mistakes that St. Louis made, they just weren't able to overcome those.
1: I um. Player of the game was quarterback Colin Pierce. Nineteen completions out of twenty-four attempts, two hundred and ninety-two yards, three touchdowns, and a quarterback rating of 156.9. All oh, right, perfect. rookie. That is absolutely amazing. <laughs> Shilling for rookie of the year probably.
2: That didn't well, hurt his case. That didn't hurt his case at all.
1: No, not at all. But then there's a lot of good rookies out here, like Christian Brown from St. Louis, like right. um, Charlotte Belitsky from Florida. So it's going to be very hard this year. <laughs> the Jacksonville Kings took on the Lone Star Glory, and the Lone Star Glory won the game 32-27. to Kings had 309 yards passing, 28 yards rushing, 337 yards total. Their time of possession 23 minutes and 59 seconds with six turnovers. The Glory had 187 yards passing, 105 yards rushing, 292 yards total. Their time possession was 19 minutes and 35 seconds with three mistakes. So, both teams made some mistakes. Longstar made three turnovers. Jacksonville had six turnovers. Um, It looks like it was Jacksonville's rushing game that actually got stifled and probably why they did not, you know, beat the glory.
2: Yeah, I, I would agree with that. And, and when you look at the score, you don't think of this as a, as a defensive game, but uh, uh, particularly a Lone Stars defense uh, just, just really were kicking it throughout the entire game. Uh, like you said, that they stopped Jer- uh, Jared Willis, uh, held him to just 22 yards uh, and a touchdown. Um, And then, even though uh, uh, Christensen, uh, their quarterback, uh, had a pretty good completion percentage and threw for a lot of yards, he did throw six picks uh, to include a pick six by Brian Craven. So, um, again, you you can win when you make turnovers, but more often than not, when you have a lot of turnovers, you're not going to be able to pull it off. And this is a good example of that.
1: Wonderful. Player of the game was Miss Ike McBride, halfback, the glory with 13 attempts 95 yards one touchdown and 14 reception yards now i will say miss mcbride has been in this players in this winner's circle pretty much for the entire season if i remember correctly um so she has definitely made an impact on this league and she deserves every accolade that she gets she works very that's hard right. to get those points
2: that's right yeah she's been player of the game uh, more than once this season
1: Yes, I'm thinking like at least about five or six times. And That's probably on the last, the, the lower side of it. But um, the Los Angeles Likings took on the fourth-worth Toros, and the Toros won 31-13. To um, L.A. had 218 yards passing, 47 yards rushing, uh, 265 yards total. Their time of possession was 20 minutes, 38 seconds with one mistake. All right, and the Toros had 162 yards passing, 295 yards rushing, 457 yards total. Their time of possession was 23 minutes 13 seconds with no mistakes. So it looks like with the the, the rushing game definitely helped put the the Toros on top. Not to mention having a perfect game and holding the ball long.
2: Right, uh, again. Uh... Fort Worth has just had an incredible season. Their defense really stepped up in this game, uh, uh, holding Robert Johnson, uh, of LA, uh, to, uh, 47 yards and a, and a pretty pedestrian 2.8 yards per carry. Um, and, uh, even though they didn't create a huge number of turnovers, uh, in fact, Sully Richardson, the quarterback at LA had a, had a really good game. Um, they just weren't able to capitalize and, and, uh. Uh, whereas, on the other hand, Fort Worth, um, everything that they, they seemed to try worked really well. Uh, running back uh, uh, Jason uh, Thrilliam-Williams uh, had, had, an, had an amazing game. Uh, quarterback Cameron Curtis, um, he did everything they asked him to do. He was 15 of 20 uh, for 162 yards and a touchdown. Uh, but they really didn't have to rely on his arm much. Um and and that that's the story of this game.
1: Yes. And Jason Williams, the running back for the Toros, definitely deserved the player of the game with 23 attempts, 261 yards, three touchdowns, and four reception yards. Finally.
2: Yeah, you've See, been saving that you- th- been saving this one.
1: I've been saving this one. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> The Arizona Scorpions took on the Mexico City Aztecs, and Arizona won the game 24-21. Oh, my heart was in my chest. actually in my throat the whole time. I was just so nervous. But Mexico City had 292 yards passing, 101 yards rushing, 393 yards total. Their time possession was 22 minutes, 29 seconds, with four mistakes. Arizona had 308 yards passing, 150 yards rushing, 458 yards total. Uh, time of possession for us was 21 minutes and three seconds with only one mistake, Todd, I only threw one pick, I was like, <laughs> you know? Um, DJ was able to kind of get through, and, well, kind of. He was able to make a, a heck of a difference in his rushing game for 150 yards put up a few more points in the passing um, area but I think the, the mistakes there the mistakes were limited and that's what everybody was saying in the chat was. Um Arizona I, I, apparently I like to pass the ball to everybody everybody knows that
2: but <laughs> regardless of what uniform they're, they're wearing I, right
1: <laughs> souvenir you get one just like Oprah was handing out the keys to the car you get a car you...
2: <laughs> but, that's right
1: but it was it was amazing to see my team just perform at the high level that I know that we can and I believe that cutting down all the mistakes was the reason that we won this game what do you think?
2: Well, you know, again, it, it's been the storyline throughout this season. Uh, after we moved to the legend settings, uh, it seems like that the the mistakes uh, for, for a lot of teams seem to go up. But uh, no, you're absolutely right. Um, and I think that it was, you know, I think it was genius of Eddie to to change up the game plan to a degree, even though you did pass for over 300 yards, um, you know, to really emphasize DJ Moses uh, on the ground. Um uh you know i just think was huge in this game uh you know you were playing a great team in in mexico city uh, mm-hmm. you know and, and great players matt wilson phoenix jones and so on and and they had pretty good games uh you know matt wilson's four interceptions three to eddie gage which you know was just amazing uh in in such a in such a uh, uh pressure cooker game uh eddie stepped up huge but uh, on defense uh but you know i think that uh you know, it was a, it was a tough game. Uh, you were throwing dimes. Uh, Matt was, Matt Wilson was looking good. Phoenix Jones was looking good. Uh, but at the end of the day, um, you guys made fewer, uh, fewer mistakes. And, and again, I'll bring it full circle back to that. Uh, you made big plays when you had to, uh, and fewer mistakes. And, and again, that was, you know, I think that was the thing that, uh, contributed most to your victory.
1: So much so, the player of the game was DJ Moses, our running back. 25 attempts, 155 yards, two touchdowns, and 25 reception yards. And I told Mexico City, Ramos and and company, um, after we won the game, during the game, like right afterwards, and even in the chat, like, that for us was kind of like a a championship game, you know, in a sense, because Ramos-Lynn has been around for a long time. Mexico City is one of the cornerstone teams um, that the league has. And to be able to hold on and win over them was as well as they played and as legendary as they are, you know, it it, it definitely made us very happy. But we understand, too, that it's not over. We have other, we have another great team to play (laughs) for the quarterfinals round. So, you know, we're gonna, you know, definitely try our best to um, overcome the obstacles and try to put up same amount of points or do be better. Um, but yeah, thanks, thank you, Mexico City. That was a that was a great game for us um, and great game period to watch. But the quarterfinals are just around the corner and they will be taking place on Saturday and Sunday. Um, normally, what I like to do is I like to to give. To see who's gonna win you know i kind of do my pickles i don't think i'm gonna do that this week i don't think <laughs> i don't think i'm gonna do that for the rest of the 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 way because you know it was brought to my attention that sometimes when you pick it could be you know kind of like a bad luck thing so i'm just gonna just chill this, <laughs> this time but todd if you want to pick you can definitely do that
2: no um, no i'm t- you know, I'm not going to be put on the spot. I I, uh, <laughs> I I'm just looking. I'm just looking forward to some great games and and uh, you know certainly wish everybody uh, uh, the best of luck. And uh, but uh, but as you said, you know uh, Arizona's first playoff win for a young organization that's huge. And I was really excited to see that for you.
1: Thank you so much. April the 24th at 4:30 p.m. The Long Star Glory will be taking on the Baltimore Vultures and that will be shown on nls now i actually have the um i have the links in the descriptions for you so you can just quickly go to that that is going to be an awesome game to watch baltimore former champions going against a lone star glory with ike mcbride and dave axis and brian craven over there um Oh, that's, that's going to be a, a, a very exciting game to watch. And then you have TJ, you have T-Roy games over there in Baltimore, Jack Wigmore. So it's going to be, uh, I think it's going to be um, an offensive game. I think they're going to be scoring a lot of points in this. What do you think,
2: Todd? Yeah, I think I think both teams have the potential to, to put up a lot of points. Uh, mm-hmm. But I think it'll be a tight game unless unless the wheels just come off one or the other. Uh, team. I think it's going to be a close game, but with a lot of points. So it, it, it will, it'll be a, it'll be a really exciting game to watch.
1: Absolutely. And you can also, hey, if you want to play along, just go ahead and put who you think is going to win in the, in the um, comment section. Let me know what you think. All right. Alright, so at 6.40 p.m. on April the 24th, the Fort Worth Toros will be taking on the Vancouver Legion at Vancouver. The Long Star Glory game will be taking place in in Baltimore, by the way. I I didn't mention that. And also going to be found on NLS channel. This is going to be a a fantastic game, too. Fort Worth has been putting up some major numbers. They have some heavy hitters over there Um, with Stephen Hacker, with Jason Williams. Um, Then you also have Vancouver. Vancouver has been dominant pretty much all season. Who? And this, you know, Kendra over there. Kendra Hall. You have... um, um, who else, Todd? Help me out over here. I'm just so excited <laughs> about all this. It's like I got all these things floating around in my head.
2: I'm drawing blanks too. I'm drawing <laughs> blanks
1: too. <laughs> but That's anyway,
0: terrible.
1: I know, I know, right? Me, <laughs> I know everybody. It's just like right now, I just Kendra Hall <laughs> just popped out. Good. But um yeah, it's 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 gonna be an amazing game to watch. I think this is also gonna be one of those high scoring games too. Um what do you
2: think about this no i, I think it has the potential to be uh, a really big uh, big score uh vancouver uh, has had the the number one offense in the league uh, for most of the season uh and, and i think they may have ended the season as the number one ranked offense um but fort worth you know if they're able to keep the ball away from vancouver's offense uh, using their powerful running game and, and uh, ball control offense, you know, they have the potential to, to to do really well in this game.
1: Yeah, Vancouver's defense have been pretty good, too. That's right. You know, so it's going to be some great games to watch. Um, on April the 25th, the Las Vegas Fury taking on the Florida Storm in Florida at 12.30 p.m. on For the Fans. Again, it's going to be another great game You have the cornerstone team, Florida Storm, taking on the very powerful Las Vegas Fury with the rookie quarterback, Colin Pierce. Oh, they got so many weapons over there, too, with Matthew Flynn. Oh, Blades. Robert Blades. Oh, my stars. Then you got Charlie Peleski, like I was speaking to you, that's probably going to be considered one of the rookies of the year. Um, of course the veteran quarterback Ron Cochran over there. Man, these are some gonna these are gonna be some interesting games. I'm not sure. I'm not sure if this is gonna be necessarily a high score game. Um, I I'm not sure if it's even gonna be close, actually. But it might. You never know. And I would say one of the teams is probably gonna win by maybe anywhere from between seven to ten points
2: yeah I, I can easily see that uh, you know one of the things that coming into the playoffs was whether or not las vegas was going to be uh, intimidated by because, because of their youth you know my man uh, colin pierce at quarterback you know i played with him at san jose uh he's a great guy and and, and proving to be a great quarterback in the sfl um but he, you know they showed in their game against st louis that uh, you know the games aren't, aren't too big for them and uh even though they're going up against a legendary team in Florida. Uh, I don't think they're going to be intimidated by that. So, um, you know, again, if the wheels come off one or the other, then then there could be, a, you know, there could be a potential for a blowout. But I think it's going to be a high-scoring game. Um, I, I think both offenses are capable of of putting up a, a lot of points, and um, uh, it might be uh, a seven-point uh, difference. Uh, it could be. It could even be closer. Uh, but I think it's going to be an exciting game.
1: For sure. For sure. And the end things off. 240 PM on for the fans. Arizona will be taking on the Denver Nightwings. <laughs> <laughs> you, can oh.
2: <laughs> you can do <laughs> it. You can do it.
1: I mean, these, you know, all these games are definitely gonna be must watch. I mean, you got of course my guys on the defense have been amazing. Um, if we can stop Jared McChesney and stifle the offense of Denver definitely have a we definitely have the tools to be able to do that it's the the, uh, the people to be able to do that um but they Denver has to also watch out for Arizona you know if I right. have a mistake free game and if I can get you know incorporate more of my receivers so you don't know who I'm actually throwing to like TJ was instrumental in helping us win this
2: he was he was big
1: yes because normally I'm always throwing to Donnie and Jane. But if we can just kind of maybe get McCall involved or we can get more TJ involved, just kind of confused, I have four receivers for a reason. So, and even throwing in, throwing a few balls to TJ um, um, Moses, if necessary. We're gonna to have to be on our P's and Q's for this, definitely, because Denver is no slouch. I believe they're number one, aren't they, Todd?
2: As far as they're standing?
1: as far as are
2: standing i think that they are have one or yeah one or two
1: thanks
2: Cam. <laughs> again <laughs> <laughs>
0: exactly.
2: well you know like you said stopping mcchesney uh, for you guys is going to be uh, uh, is going to be the the the, the tail of the tape uh, you know if you're able to if you're able to do that then it puts pressure on other aspects of their offense um but uh, but again, you know they they your offense is is uh, pretty potent, and uh, they're not going to have an easy time of it either. So I think it's going to be a great game, um, and we'll just have to see how it turns out.
1: Exactly, exactly. All right. And so now with the SFLM schedule, we on the on April the 23rd, all games will occur on April the 23rd and be shown on our simulation fl youtube channel of course i will leave that link in the description also if you want to see scheduling if you want to read articles if you want to know more about us um, and if you even want to join our discord all you have to do is go to www.simulationfl.net join the discord read our articles understand why we love this community so much and why we see it as a family um, oriented environment and, and and camaraderie and friendships that can occur from here. One of the safest places I think. All right, so on April the 23rd, the Lexington Miners will be taking on the Albuquerque Adams. Unfortunately, I don't have times available right now, but they all start like around six o'clock and I'll make sure I put that in the descriptions too. So who do you have Todd? between the Albuquerque Adams and the Lexington Miners, both of them coming off fresh winds too.
2: Well, as you said, both of them uh, won their first game in the league. Uh, Albuquerque had a little bit harder time uh, with their game against the flight than Lexington had uh, in their game. Uh, Lexington uh, was really dominant in their first win. And that, I think, is just going to uh, cause me to have to lean in their favor uh, for this second game. Uh, uh, one previous game is not a lot of uh, tape, obviously, but uh, they looked they looked amazing in their first game.
1: I totally agree. Um, if the Albuquerque Adams will, hmm, if they can get Nate Ritter's more involved, I think they will take this game. However, I think I'm going to go with the Lexington Miners this time. I normally go with the Adams, but with that performance from the Miners and holding them to zero points, yeah, I think they're probably going to do something like that. and Probably not zero, but it's, it's going to be a close game.
2: Yeah, they were tough on both sides of the ball. Yeah.
1: Yeah, they sure were. Um, The Tacoma Grizzlies will be taking on the Birmingham Fuel, and that should be an awesome game as well. Both of them coming off losses. So what do you think about this game?
2: Well, um, in each of their first games, uh, neither team demonstrated much offense. uh, certainly, they didn't demonstrate much uh, ability to score points. So uh, that's going to be, uh, uh, it's, by definition, it's going to have to be a coming out party for one of the two teams. Um, I, I'm, I'm going to give the edge uh, slightly to uh, Birmingham. First off, they're at home, um, and uh, we'll just have to wait and see. But uh, again, the first tape on both of these teams wasn't too impressive. Uh, so hopefully uh, they can they can both get their act together a little bit better for the second game and 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 uh, provide a better demonstration of what they're all about.
1: Got it. And I think I will agree with you. I think that the Birmingham Field will take this win. They will be at home um, again, probably by not probably not by too much, but I think that they're going to wind up taking this game as well. The same yeah, I think pass- it'll be
2: cl- I think it'll be a yeah. close game. Very close very game.
1: close. Probably between three and seven points, man. My. Opinion. No. Um, the San Jose flight taking on the Memphis River Runner. I believe San Jose um, put up a good fight. Memphis River Runners did come out with the win. So who do you have?
2: Uh, well, I I, I want to pick my my guys. The flight. Um, uh, they had a really good game in their first game, even though they came up short. Uh, but Memphis uh, again just absolutely dominated uh, Tacoma in their first game. And since, the, since it's at Memphis and with the showing that they had in their first game, uh, as much as I'd love to pick the flight, I might have to go with the uh, River Runners.
1: I agree with you, River Runners. Um, I think that the River Runners is going to win this game as well. And lastly, the Ottawa Cavalry will be taking on the Salt Lake City Rustlers. What do you have?
2: Well, you know, clearly uh, I think Ottawa had a, a bye in the first week, so we've got no tape on them uh, yet this season. Um, and, and with Salt Lake being at home and, and having uh, – coming off of a, a tough loss uh, to Madison, but they still uh, put, a, put a good showing uh, out in their first game. I'm, I'm going to go ahead and go with the home team on this one as well.
1: Okay. Even though we don't – sometimes when you don't have tape on the team, you don't know what to expect. And I think because of that air of mystery, I think I'm going to go with the Ottawa Calvary. Um, Because how can you prepare for something? It's just a big guessing game, just like this week was for everybody, you know? Um, But yeah, I think the Ottawa Calvary is going to take this. Right? All right, so guys, without further ado, I have my fourth and goal interviews coming right up. All right, welcome back SFL Nation. And welcome back to my fourth and gold interview with one of our most elite rookies, at least, you know, for the first game. We're going to start that up. And um, he is playing with the Tacoma Grizzlies. His name is Mr. Axel Raven. How are you doing?
4: I'm good. I'm good. I'm happy to be here on your show.
1: And I'm glad to have you. I'm glad to have you, man. Um, I know that there have been some fantastic games that happened on Friday, one of which is yours. We're going to get into that in a little bit. But first, I want to get to know about you. So what is your name, your real name, your age, hometown, some interesting facts about yourself, and your favorite NFL team? All
4: right. All right. So my name, uh, Justin Lee. Um, I live in the Minneapolis area, a little northwestern suburb. Um, What was their (laughs) hometown was one of them. Um, I grew up on the border of Wisconsin and Minnesota um, on the Wisconsin side. Um, So I uh, even though I like literally, you know, uh, a mile from Minnesota, um, I'm still a proud Wisconsin person, even though I've been living in in Minnesota for two decades. That's still my uh, uh, born and bred spot. Um, And uh, uh, favorite football team being from Wisconsin is, are the Packers. You know, like I, I, I hear I'm in good alum here, a good, good company with different other people, not you, not <laughs> you.
1: So somebody must have warned you before you came on the show? Oh,
4: no, a fan. I didn't know that. No, yeah. <laughs> I just, I, I talked with, with Mike all and, and he had mentioned he is a Packer fan and that Cam is also a fan. Mm-hmm. So, um, I thought, Everybody, Why isn't everybody a fan, right? No, I'm just kidding. So gonna, you <laughs>
1: know what? Well, the next time you come on the show, we're going to have to have a discussion about that. I'm going yeah. nice to be nice now.
4: I do have to say, though, you know, growing up right next to Minnesota and being in Minnesota, so my the Packers are my favorite team, and then my second favorite team is any other NFC North team. I'd want to okay. see the rest of us succeed. I just want to see the Packers on top. That's mm. it. So
1: it's kind of a saving grace for you a little bit.
4: Yes. A little bit. <laughs> um, I remembered you'd asked about age. I am uh, 40 right now. Okay. Uh, a cancer birthday. So in July, I'll be 41.
1: Oh, nice. I'm a yeah. cancer too. Nice. That's awesome. So I guess we guess can get along. It's just that you make questionable canceled, choices. Out. You make questionable choices in your football team, which you know will. <laughs> <laughs> but tell us, Justin, how did you find about, how did you find this
4: anyway? Um, So I, this was back in early February, so a couple of months ago, um, was flipping through the channels and, and came across FTF and saw it said Simulation Football League in the guide. I'm like, what the heck is that? Uh, so I clicked on it and um, watched the rest of the game. At that point, it was, I believe, Mexico City versus uh, DC Dragons, I think week three. Um, and which was a great game, and I'm like, wait, Mexico City has a team, uh, you know not not expecting that, you know, coming from NFL, it's only, you know, the US pretty much. So um, it was, it felt really fun. It was really engaging to me, um, and things. So it's, it was sort of scratched that itch a little bit.
1: Okay, gotcha. So tell me, how was it when you when you first joined? What was your experience? Was it kind of easy to join and actually? Um, Get on the team can you just kind of let everybody know how that process sure.
4: um so i uh they the, the show directed me to um the site uh simulationfl.net so i went there um and it talked about going to the discord channel i had recently two months before uh had gotten onto discord for my uh, a few friend of mine few friends of mine who are in California and Boston, we were doing some remote D&D playing um, using Discord. And so I'd, I'd already had, you know, things set up. So I just went to the the, the server, um, went, started looking through the, those top threads of getting started and followed those directions. Um, signed up for, uh, not sure exactly what I was getting into. So I signed up for the month to month, you know, pro level. Um, 375 a month, can't beat that. There was no, I'm a thrifty person. There's no discount for buying in bulk. So I'm like, I'm just gonna stick with the 375 um a month and um that was you know put in uh looked at the available um positions picked linebackers someone that always, like that position i've always wanted to play
0: um
4: always sort of respected the, their ability you know back in coverage or or putting uh, pressure on the qb that kind of thing um so that's the the position i picked you know picked a number uh picked my my name which um, in previous things, I've I've used Raven a lot, but I've never used Axel. And I was trying to find a name that that sounded beefy and strong or something. So I just picked something that um, sounded pretty cool, I guess. Um, so put it in the the position claim spot, and before you know it, uh, Andrew the the DC uh, added me to a team, and and there I I was on Tacoma. All
1: right, all right. Oh, In
4: a matter of like you know, 24 to 36 hours, so. Yeah.
1: You know, that's that's really good. And as I was telling other people and anybody that's listening to my show, is that when I started, we didn't have those those <laughs> games. We didn't have yeah. eight games to kind of showcase our talents and what our player was about. It was about you going in chat and you building up your chat ranking. And you, then you had your one game to kind of showcase your talent. <laughs> and, it, you know, that's, so you guys are doing very, very good over there. And wow. tell us about the Tacoma Grizzlies locker room.
4: Sure, um, I there's, there's a lot of support. There's a half the team is in there every day, multiple days, having great conversations, uh, multiple times a day. Um, you know, it's it's really a, a great place. There's a lot of uh, positivity, especially after this last game. Um, you know, uh, keeping. Uh, keeping an eye out for each other, you know, helping each other progress and answering questions for each other and, and hyping each other up, you know, even for the last month and a half. So it's been like, you know, we've been chomping at the bit for this first, for the, the opening game for the, the minor league. So, um, it's, it's been great. It's sort of like this nervous energy has sort of been released with the finish of that game, you know, regardless of the outcome. Um, and and things so uh, it's, it's it has been really supportive um, our coaches have been really good I've been able to meet up with with Scott um, Johnson about you know seeing what he does sort of peering under the hood for scouting for what he's working on um, for our team um, Hattori Hanzo Shan um, is you know another wealth of, of knowledge uh, so so between us we've been uh, talking um, about you know the scouting process and what what has worked in the past, how how different teams and how different coaches prefer to get their information, all that kind of thing. Um, you know Ezekiel's a great um, hyper. You know he's he's great to answer questions. Um, and then uh, Jalen's been great as well. So yeah, awesome, awesome. Sounds like you're
1: gonna be well taken care
4: of. Exactly. Yep. Definitely. We're we're a good team. <laughs> like I, like we have uh, regardless of of record, regardless of player builds, we are a, a good a good solid team.
1: So, Fantastic. Yeah. Um, so going back a little bit, when you said that you always wanted to play linebacker, have you ever played sports or
4: I I could not play um football. Uh so when I was four, I ended up having some issues with my kidney, which then resulted in one of them being removed. The other one ended up to, taking over its job. I have a, tw- a two times the size kidney on my right side, which then isn't is partially not covered by my rib cage. And so I was not able to play contact sports um, growing up. So things like football, which for me is the the best sport, um, not a big fan of baseball and basketball is a far second uh, to, to football for me. Um, So no, I've never been able to play um, other, you know, catch in the backyard or a pickup game of of two hand touch or things like that, but um, no legit um, uh, playing time on a field or anything. Yeah, I can
1: understand because if somebody hits you wrong.
4: Yeah, exactly. They don't have like that extra padding down there on that side, so, or they might, maybe now they would, but this was back in the late eighties, early nineties, mid nineties, so.
1: Gotcha. All right. So fast forward a little bit. So when you saw yourself out there on the field
4: on Friday, <laughs> yeah,
1: what was that? What was that feeling like? And if you have your stats, just let us know what you actually did for that game.
4: Sure. You know, it, it was exciting. Uh, you know, you you just mentioned it. I'm like, it's kind of like you have this long distance girlfriend you've never talked to, you've never even face chatted with, but you're like in love with this person, right? And then all of a sudden seeing them for the first time, you know, you get sort of infatuated with, and it's weird because it's also like yourself and your player, but it's, that's the only thing I can really uh, equate it with, was like, (laughs) oh my gosh, number 47. Oh, it has my name on the back. And like, oh, he's one handsome buck. it was, it was, it was fun. You know, it was, it was great to see uh, him out there. Um, there were a number of play or a handful of plays that I felt um, I could have uh, impacted or helped with, um, but I was uh, just a little too slow, um, you know, as what, you know, we're all just starting out, you know, so it's, we, We learned a lot from the game. I ended up having um, more tackles than I than I thought I saw, Um, but I think you know the system. I wasn't counting, but when it came back with when the 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 stats came back and it showed that I have five tackles and one sack, which I'm really excited about. The sack, we'll get to that. That's right. (laughs) Um, But uh, you know, uh, another my other uh, fellow middle linebacker um, Everett, he. Ended up having eight tackles, but he's in the middle, you know, stuffing the run a little bit more. I'm a little bit more on the, the periphery, um, and and things, and uh, getting that one sack. I, I ended up going to the video and, and capturing the the that little eight seconds of, of me, um, uh, as my little personal highlight for my first sack. So that's so I model my player after like the the AJ Hawks and um, that kind of thing. The the uh, the kind of players uh, Nick. I can't. I think of his name Nick. Ah, anyways, the kind that tr- go and, and try to uh, stuff the quarterback a little bit. So I really wanted to help get the get the pressure on the quarterback, get in there, disrupt things. You know, bat some bats and balls down and hopefully get sacks or maybe get uh, be able to uh, intercept a pass on the flat or something like that. Um, that was sort of my my goal. And so in the first game to be able to come walk away um, with a, a sack, you know, was very. Personally and selfishly, very satisfying for me. Even though we didn't get the L, um, it felt like this little um, personal win for me. So,
1: and that's and that's wonderful because you know to be able to actually see yourself doing something that you've always wanted to do and not get hurt for one thing. That's the reason why I, I like doing this because I'm not actually not getting ready to go out here and play football for real.
4: <laughs> no, I don't want it my shoulders. Or anything. <laughs>
1: So, and that's, and that's good that you were able to actually make an impact on your first game with that one sack. And I'm sure it's gonna be more in the future. Um, with, with progressions, you guys are gonna get better. You're gonna get you know, faster and stronger and things like that. But that's a good question that kind of segues to what I was gonna ask. How is it, who's gonna be responsible for your progressions? Is it just going to be solely you? are you going to work in conjunction with your um with the coaches
4: in order to do that sure um you know i've been wanting to work with the coaches um at least you know because they're they're the ones calling sort of the plays and have like this overarching strategy for what we want to accomplish the group of plays that we're going into the game with um so working with Jalen on the, the defensive side knowing you know are we going for three are we going three four what kind of how are you planning on utilizing me is you know great information that that is very helpful to help uh help me progress i also want to make sure that i'm also staying true to myself so I'm trying to find a balance um between what our team needs and what we're seeing you know how i want to play and how i feel like i can contribute and what the the type of plays we're using so it's 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 not like a one size fits all it's you know a lot of variables to sort of uh to uh consider <laughs> Um, and and also I've reached out to you. Um, I've been having some conversations with a variety of different players and trying to, you know, not really in, in in intending to market myself, but I see that as a positive byproduct. But just building friendships with with uh, with Jess over at, at Las Vegas, he's been great with in the locker or yes. uh, SFLM general chat, um, helping to support us. So I've been working with him on a variety of things, um, and through him, uh, you know, got introduced to to Matthew Slin, Matthew Slin. So um, who is he? he won't be shy to tell you that he's a five-time Pro Bowl um, linebacker for out there. So he um, gave me like, i had asked him like, you know, what would you recommend for this is my my type of player, the type of role I want to have on the team, you know, getting some, uh, both being able to coverage, being able to stop some like their run, but I'm also an outside linebacker being able to then um, get some pressure on the quarterback and like my goals and he gave me like the this is what I would recommend so I've got that as well to go back to um so I feel like I've got a lot of information and then it's just up to me to decide what's what's the best thing for me to do so um you know I think right now like I mentioned being I was close to a variety of different plays but I wasn't there to make a difference so I'm I'm trying to be a little bit faster um personally so that's Touchy. one thing that that myself and I think mm-hmm. the team in is trying to, I think every team wants to be a little bit faster unless you're like a second uh, year SFLM player, which you might have already maxed out on your speed. I don't know. But.
1: Yeah, well, and, and there are other ways for you to, to do that as well. And I'm sure your coaches will definitely go over that with you. But yeah, speed is very important to be able to make, you know, make the quarterback uncomfortable. Yeah. But you know, yeah. if you're poised like I am, you won't have
4: to. Do it, it doesn't bother you. You just go blind and you're like, bink, 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 there's my targets. <laughs> cool. Yeah, unfortunately, I like to throw to everybody, including other teams. <laughs> so, <Buddy>. But <clears throat> that's APF for you. <laughs> exactly. Right.
1: Um, so, a few more questions for you. Sure. Do you have any aspirations to do anything in the league besides being a player? So that would include beat writing, or I know that you wanted to do scouting, that you're studying scouting, which is gonna be helping somebody's team in a major way. That would definitely help you get drafted very quickly. Mm-hmm. Um,
4: but like a
1: uh, broadcast team, stats team, anything like that?
4: Um, so, uh... I'll start off with a couple aspirations, then I'll go back to uh, foundation. Uh, So aspirationally, like I want to learn more about football. I've never, like I said, I've never had to look at a playbook. I don't know all the formations. I know, you know, shotgun, eye formation, but there's things like the, that are in the the playbook that I'm not familiar with or like defensive plays. I know, you know, three, four and four, three and dime and nickel, but not like, you know, number three joke or something or other. And like all these different Right There's a lot of detailed information that can go into um, scouting, which I I just don't have that knowledge base at the moment. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do have the game, I do have great support, and I'm, I'm wanting to learn more about a better understanding and tracking. And really that's that's uh, just getting more exposure to the game, watching games, and that's what I'm excited to do now that our, our season has started. Um, so the scouting is one sort of aspiration the other aspiration you know i, I kind of like numbers i don't like the voice of my own or i don't like the sound of my own voice i also stumble on my words sometimes so being a broadcaster isn't like super high on my list but i love like the some of the stats i don't like statistics like like the math statistics but i like the idea of you know being there to support the broadcasters with pulling up information, setting the data, the, the information to that team while they're broadcasting to give them, you know, I kind of geek out on some of that stuff. So, I could see doing something like that in the future, you know, that that stats behind the scenes uh, of the broadcasters. They could be the face, I'll be the the brain behind some of that. So, um, so then getting to like the foundation, I have a I've been working in like the visual design and graphics area. Um, or industry for about two decades. So I've got a lot of history there. Um, so I I'm, have already been trying to put together like, uh, Leon, uh, a fellow uh, SFLM, uh, Leon Thunderman. Uh, and I have been working on a, a publication already that we've been out, uh, have uh, published two uh, two editions. Um, and we're working on a third for uh, a week from now. And then I've been working with Jess on some visuals for his stuff, uh, worked on some stuff for, uh, Dave access his show when he was, um, he had some company come in. So I wasn't able to do some stuff. So helped out there. Um, so having an impact there, uh, being part of, uh, working with, uh, again, Matthew Flynn, uh, on sort of like the writing content, graphic support for some of that, you know, articles that come out. Um, I have some like website or web design, um, chops as well. So I've been able to help with some of the, what we could do with, um, The WordPress, you know, blog posts and things to make them more visually appealing and readable and and you know engaging and things like that, Uh, more uh, you know uh, mobile friendly. Um, So those are sort of the things that I do in my daytime that I can transfer to this um, a little bit as well. But
1: that is amazing, and I had no idea. Well, I actually saw one of your graphics that you posted in general chat, and I was like, oh man, I have to get in contact with them. I have to see if he can help me out with a few graphics you know <laughs> things like that Because, yeah. <clears throat> and I believe I speeched that graphic of, in, prior in the show earlier in the show um, and I'll do it again right here just in case people missed it but um, yeah you, you're doing some fantastic work already and you've just been here for what since seven what, weeks like that. seven weeks right seven. you're already making an impact and a difference so that's good you're definitely going to find a home very quickly yeah, thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. Is there any other position besides linebacker though, that you would want to play if you were not selected as linebacker position?
4: Um, you know, if uh, if I wanted to maintain, I think I could. I'd love to be able to. My my build is, I think, strong enough to be able to shift to a defensive end, which would not be a, a bad thing for me. I think again, they they are more traditionally who you think of as getting penetration and getting that those sacks and other things. Um, I wouldn't be against that. I think um, I'm my player again. If I had to go back and restart as a player, um, my build, as in like my height and weight, is too big for like a, a strong safety or some other the defensive backs. But um, you know, I'd play middle linebacker if I needed to or whatever. I mean, that's not much of a change. But um, I, I prefer you know if, if I were to go back and restart, I'd prefer you know defense more so than offense um, personally. Um, but yeah, someone probably anybody on the on the defensive side, really. I think I I tend to go towards more for the you know front line or the middle um, kind of thing versus the the defensive backs in uh, the backfield. But um, everything's on the table. I'm not against any of that. I guess so.
1: Fantastic. It's good to be open, and because you know teams may have that position already filled, but if they know that you're going to be willing to do something else, you know, that actually helps too. But most teams try to get you to play the position that you want to play, because you're gonna be happier that way. Yeah. And you're gonna be more likely to stay with that team that way, you know, so. Definitely. And one more question for you. So how do you handle the trash talk and adversity that comes with team sports at times, especially like this, what happened on Friday? How do you handle not winning and how do you handle that kind of thing what type sure. of, oh and one more thing what type of personality would you bring do you bring to the lot i should say
4: i'll start with that because i feel like that helps to uh gives more depth into the, the other things um so the type of personality that i bring um you know I, I i'm a natural supporter of people i love people i love seeing people succeed i see their success as my success um and so um I'm super you know I want to get and, and encourage people but I also know that uh a part of oh sorry I being a cancer um I think cancers tend to be and and maybe you reflect this as well like they tend to be a little bit more of a mediator um mm-hmm. helping to translate between two feuding people sometimes or or trying to uh Mediate even if someone's upset at you. How do I figure out a way to balance this so that we understand each other's side? So very empathetic and, and understanding, compassionate um, kind of person. Um, so using that, it's it the compet- competitive talk and trash talk and things doesn't really come naturally to me. It's something that I'm working on because it's it is the area that I'm that this hobby is in, right? Um, but. I had mentioned this too in a previous interview that it's like every little trash talk that I say, I want to like put an asterisk and say, but I also hope that you really do well as well come this, this <laughs> next day. So, you know what I mean? So it's, and I hope everybody yeah. receives anything that I say is literally just playful and putting on that, like role-playing of being a tough type of person that it isn't who I am personally. And I, anybody, you know, I want to see everybody succeed. So, um, I, please if anybody does get offended please reach out I'm willing to you know but, but also please that is help coming from me playing uh playing the role of, of a linebacker in a in a sports league so um, but it is not fully representative of my heart but it is fun um getting people riled up and i think that's adds to some of the the um the uh, energy coming yes. into the so i um, see that it, it is it, it plays it there is a role that it plays in in the league, so.
1: Fantastic,
0: man, fantastic.
1: Well, that's, it's Axel slash Justin.
4: Yeah, yeah. It was,
1: <laughs> it was definitely a pleasure to meet you and to, you know, have you on the show, things like that. And of course, you're very welcome to come back anytime that you want. Thank you. Like during the course, I've actually done this to where some people will actually come in when they first start. And then when they're on the team, and then once they want to get drafted, and once they're actually on a real team. So if you want to be one of those people, just let me know. But uh, I will. Yeah, it was it was great. But cannot let you go without okay. giving you the last word. So that can be a shout out, that can be a song, or that can be a point. Right awesome. now. Yeah, you can sing a song. I wish you would. I wish you would, because nobody ever does. Well, I can't say nobody ever does because I've had. Bailey O'Shaughnessy on. He sung a beautiful song for me, and I've had a couple quotes. So let's see what uh, Mr. Justin Lee is going to do. Oh, <laughs> uh, you so.
4: know, I, uh, putting, my, putting me on the spot is is okay. Let's see. Um, I don't think I have a song, and I don't think I have a poem. Ah. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, I just think uh, my—I'll just give a quick shout out to my partner in crime, Everett, uh, L. Middle linebacker on our on the Grizzlies. Um, he and I are making a really tough pair uh, to get beyond. So I don't know.
1: <laughs> but, oh, that's fine. Oh, that's okay. fine. Great. And so then the next time you come on, that means you're gonna sing a song. i have a point for me. That's all I'm doing.
4: Exactly. Yes, <laughs> I will be prepared for this. That <laughs> I'm on key and awesome all
1: right well thank you justin for being on you bet. And thank I'm you so much. looking forward to seeing you out there on the field this friday okay
4: sounds good all right,
1: love. all right welcome back to my fourth and goal interview tonight's second guest is mr aaron alexander from the lexington miners their fullback how are you doing aaron
3: Doing all right? How are you today, Ashley?
1: I am doing wonderful. It's a beautiful day outside, so I decided to just go ahead and come out here and enjoy it.
3: Nothing wrong with that.
1: That's right. That's right. So welcome to the league, Aaron.
3: Thank you. you know it's what? been it's been very <laughs> exciting in a very short amount of time. So
1: good, good. And you've been getting involved in the mo- in the short amount of time too. We'll get into that in a second. Let's get to know Aaron the person. So I got a few questions just in regards to that. Okay. What is your, if Aaron is not your real name, what's your name, your age, your hometown, some interesting facts about yourself, and your favorite NFL team?
3: Okay. So Aaron is my real name. Uh, it's actually Aaron Husted. Alexander is just kind of an easier alias as a last name to pronounce. Because uh, Houston, when you see it, is a bit different. Uh, I'm 26. I currently live in Norfolk, Virginia, but I have a military family, so I've been around just about everywhere. Uh, my favorite NFL team is the Los Angeles Chargers, uh, and I'm a giant nerd, in case that wasn't obvious with everything that's around me.
1: Oh, no. No, it wasn't obvious. Why Why would you At, say this a nerd? What is, what, what is all back there?
3: <clears throat> uh, well, so... It's it's maybe not as obvious, but if I if I turn my camera slightly this way, I've got uh some I'm a big TCG collector. So I've okay. got a bunch of sleeves. Behind my water bottle I have a bunch of deck boxes. So in hey. in in that shelf there there's a bunch of boxes full of cards, so
1: nothing wrong with the A. And you know, sometimes you can run across some stuff that'll get you some real money one day if you ever want to play. Oh prop. yeah. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, so tell us, Aaron, how did you find this? And by the way, your middle name, Houston. Every time I, every time I hear you say that, it reminds me of um, Courage the Cowardly Dog. I'm not sure if you're familiar with that.
3: <laughs> Houston. Yes. <laughs> it's it's close in pronunciation. Yeah.
1: <laughs> okay, that's all. I just wanted to throw that
3: out. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so funny enough, uh, I actually kind of just stumbled across the sfl mm-hmm. uh a couple of people in some of the other discords i was in was talking about simulation sports and uh football specifically and i got curious uh so just one day i did a google search just simulation football league just just that uh stumbled across the ffl the excuse me the sfl uh and it looked interesting so i decided to join and created a player and the rest is uh, ongoing history.
1: <laughs> exactly. Now, when you're when you created your player, did you find it easy to do? Did you have any difficulties? Can you just take people through your um, your particular experience from you joining the Discord to you actually being selected for the team? You mind going over that for us?
3: Yeah. So it was all pretty straightforward. Uh, once I got my subscription set up and everything. Uh the the deputy commissioner was really quick on uh giving me access to the position claim. Uh and just looking through the the position openings and everything I decided, you know, fullback because it's the position I wanted it. there were availabilities for it. Uh and then pretty soon after, because the deputy commission was on top of things that day, uh pretty much as soon as I had uh put in my player information, uh I was assigned a team uh given the link to the rookie player builder and just went through and built my player It was pretty pretty easy pretty easy to understand process
1: okay so did you want to be a fullback or did you want to okay okay
3: i wanted to be a fullback
1: have you played sports before i have so were you a fullback then is that why you chose to be a uh
3: no uh, I was actually an offensive lineman in high school okay but I wanted my player to be more true to like my actual height and weight and everything and last I checked you don't really see offensive linemen that are 58 250 <laughs> no. uh, and I decided that uh, based on that that fullback would be a better fit for what I envisioned my player to be. Uh, accidentally became the shortest back in the league, but what are you gonna do?
1: Hey, you don't have too far to fall, man. (laughs) (laughs) That's how you gotta think about it. But um okay, that's that's awesome. So have you watched had you watched any SFL games before you um looked up or after? Or like right before Uh, you actually joined?
3: No. Okay. The the first game that I actually was able to watch, it was actually the first game that I broadcasted, which was uh, Vancouver and Jacksonville in week 11.
1: Oh, man. So you coming in, the league's making a big splash. Yep. How was that experience for you being a broadcaster? Have you And first of all, have you ever done it before?
3: Not that type of broadcasting. Mm-hmm. Uh, I do have experience with my own uh, Twitch streaming. Uh, and I've been a couple of uh, streamed charity events that I did uh, commentary for from time to time. Uh, but an atmosphere like that and that type of environment, uh, that was my first time.
1: Wonderful. So how was it? How did you enjoy it? Oh, it? oh,
3: boy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it was definitely a exciting introduction into the world of the SFL and specifically broadcasting in the SFL. Uh, I have to thank Tyler Falk a lot uh, for making it really easy to play off him during the game, uh, and just being able to to mesh well with the the play by play guy and make for a really exciting broadcast.
1: Yeah, that's that's important because you know it's it's that that first time jitters that kind of get to you. But yeah. I can already tell that you're going to wind up excelling anyway because you sit when, you, when you're a streamer anyway. That kind of helps. Yeah. You get over that kind of fear of messing up. And then you realize that even if you do mess up, there's ways to kind of just like, oh, yeah. Well, I just called the wrong number, but hey, you know, yeah. We just work out and just keep it moving. So, and I, I believe I did hear you on the call that night. I did not know it was you, but I knew Tyler had a new partner and I was like, okay,
3: yeah, it. that was okay.
0: me.
1: Nice. And that kind of segues into my next question. Did you want to get involved in the league in any other aspect besides being a player? If you wanted to, A, broadcast or do some stats, or if you wanted to do some scouting, if you had ambitions to be a general manager maybe someday?
3: Uh, I do. uh, When I got into it uh, initially, uh, I was more just kind of feeling everything out, just kind of see how everything worked. Uh, Eventually, uh, I saw the... broadcast opportunity it's like hey i've you know i've done broadcasting before That maybe somewhere where i could use the the skills i've learned from that uh maybe i'll i'll end up doing stats at some point too just depending on uh how busy i end up being doing broadcasting uh as far as like a a staffing uh direction uh, at some point, I would like to maybe move into an offensive coordinator role uh, with a team, but that's more down the line when I'm more more comfortable and more experienced with the SFL in general uh, and have some time to actually sit down and look at how uh, All Pro handles the different plays and everything.
1: Which is important, you know, and that's good that you want to kind of enjoy yourself enjoy your time as a player you know your rookie team mm. because I will say once you do get started into doing other things it can take away from it a little bit not in a negative way but then you know you're like oh my gosh you know yeah. I have this to do and this to do and this to do so but yeah just enjoy yourself man Lexington Miners what a game yep. you guys had against the Birmingham Fuel I mean you guys didn't yeah. up
3: no only our, our defense killed it that game uh, only allowing 53 yards of total offense from Birmingham yes uh, Bailey was able to to run pretty much wherever he wanted mm-hmm. uh, uh, Dave Burr was able to get some passes off to our different receivers I was able to get some receptions that game yeah. so yeah it was it was a really great game and it was uh, real enjoyable to watch I actually had to watch it back I wasn't able to watch the whole thing live because I uh, was broadcasting the Salt Lake Madison game.
1: Gosh. Gotcha. Yeah,
3: and it seems that I'm either blessed or cursed with just calling really, really close games. <laughs> I've called a total of three games in the, F- in the SFL, uh, including the SFLM. Uh, the two in the SFL proper, uh, both went into overtime both ended with uh, a deep ball touchdown passes uh, and then the SFL ga- the SFLM game I called with uh, Jeff Melanition uh, which looked like it was going to go to overtime but it uh, it ended up being really close uh, with a deciding field goal for Madison
1: yeah that was a truly Those are truly the exciting moments um, when you're calling those kind of games, um, especially because you don't want it to be one-sided to where a team is winning up like 40 points in the second quarter or something crazy. You know, because then it becomes a little, okay, you know, unless the other team is going to make a miraculous comeback, it can be a little boring. But
3: I mean, that happened, though. That happened uh, the week 12 game that I called also with Tyler. It was uh, Houston and Mexico City. Mexico (laughs) City came back from like, 21 to three to win that game in overtime
1: exactly exactly so it it, it adds that character to that emotional content which i love now you did say you had your receptions and you did you had three receptions uh, for 20 yards um 6.7 yards per reception um didn't get scored touchdown yet we're gonna say yet but you did go 17 long so it looks like you built your player pretty good you know
3: yeah, I have to definitely credit the coaches out of Lexington. Uh Chad Roland, Jeff Gagné. Uh I forget the offensive coordinator's name. Oh no. Oh. Hold on. Hold on. <laughs> this is we can get this information. Uh Maxima from there Baltimore's <laughs> RC. Uh yeah, definitely have to give a lot of credit to them. Uh they've definitely helped me build my player in a direction to be able to maybe not make as big as an impact as like a running back or wide receiver, uh, but at least being in a position where uh, you know if there's no other option available, uh, I can be there and I can be a, a consistent uh, bailout for lack of a better term for for my quarterback and that actually did happen uh, mm-hmm. once in that game against Birmingham.
1: Beautiful, and you know, even with your running back with Bailey, you know, you throw up some good blocks. You know, got to you you,
0: you.
1: you can do exactly what you did then, because when I <laughs> at first when I was looking, I was like, "Is this a mistake? They no points?" But no, I, it was absolutely amazing to watch. Yeah. Um. Now I will say, well, I wanted to ask you what type of personality when you're drafted, because I'm sure you will be. Um. What type of personality will you bring to someone's locker room that is deciding, you know, hey, I need a fullback. What makes you so special, Aaron?
3: On the surface, my my personality is definitely more more laid back and more reserved. Uh but you know, in in times where it's needed, I can I can be a hype man, I can be you know, hey, big game's coming up on Sunday, let's Let's go get this dub. Uh, and I don't know if you've been looking in uh, in general at all, but if, if necessary, I can talk a little smack if somebody's talking smack against my team. So,
1: well, that's always good, and you can segue into my next question: How do you handle that? How do you handle the adversity and the trash talk that actually comes with playing either playing sports or just being involved in a sports league like this?
3: I mean, some of it, you have to realize it's it's not meant to be. Uh, I don't want to say it's not meant to be taken seriously because some of it is. You know, there's there's a rivalry there between all the different teams. Uh, at at the end of the day, you know, you have to realize that you know a lot of the the talk that's coming from the other team is you know, or out of respect. They, they respect you as a player they respect your team and what they're able to do on the field uh, and just being able to to recognize that it's something that you're going to deal with regardless of what level of you know of play that you're at anywhere from high school to you know proper pro level to even something like this uh, you can't take it personally because it's not an attack on character it's, you know, the other players are, are trying to have their own kind of fun. And if that, if fun for them is, you know, talking a little trash, then if necessary, I'm, you know, I can respond in kind.
1: You ready, huh? Always. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. So, got a couple more questions for you. Now, describe the Lexington Miners locker room and then tell me what type of locker room would you like to join in the sfl
3: pros so the the lexington locker room during most times of the week is usually more subdued uh there'll be some some comments here and there about things that are happening uh in our outside of game life Mm -hmm. uh but once you know game day starts approaching sometime after game day Uh, it lights up it's absolutely thrilling uh everybody in the like in the locker room is buzzing with the excitement of getting back on the field uh regardless of who we're against uh and again i have to to credit the the coaches for building that type of environment uh and in a pro locker room i I'd like to join a locker room similar to that, uh, maybe not necessarily as subdued during the off time, uh, but one that's very open. Because uh, Lexington, like when I first joined, was very open, very welcoming, and I'd like to see that uh, if and when I do get drafted. Uh, but also one where you know everybody just clicks on us a, on a, a deeper level right off the bat, uh, which. Was another you know really exciting uh thing for me when i joined the miners
1: fantastic all right man all right and so how did you deal with covid uh did, did that host that host didn't having to be home had to mask up and everything how did you deal with that
3: uh for the most part i just took it in stride uh in my in my normal life, I'm a central personnel for the Navy, so I didn't really get to spend a lot of time uh, working from home. Though it was really nice when I was able to do so. Uh, but just you know, making sure to protect myself and protect the people around me. Uh, and you know, if I'm not feeling well on on a certain day when I have to go into the office, uh, making sure to not go into work so I don't risk other people getting sick. Uh, Even if it's not COVID or anything COVID related.
1: Did I miss that? Did you say you were in the Navy?
3: I'm not in the Navy. I work for the Navy. I'm a civilian contractor.
1: Okay. Got it. Got it. Got it. Got it. Fantastic. Because I was like, I I don't remember hearing that one. (laughs) Okay. Um, (laughs) And so what, let me see. How do I want to ask this question? What is it about this community that draws you to it? And this is actually going to be one of my last questions.
3: So, I mean, just getting back to how the Lexington locker room was, even the, like the, all of the owners, all of the the more established players have all just been incredibly welcoming. Uh, it's been really enjoyable watching the interaction between the different players watching uh you know the owners and the gms being active uh in in general uh and then you know the just, just the the overall tightness of the community if that makes sense uh like i've just joined and i already feel pretty close with especially my my lexington teammates and even the players Uh, the other players in the SFLM uh, there's just a closeness there that you don't get you know right off the bat with joining a new community
1: very very true very true this is one of the only communities that I've actually joined like this and I've been here for like this is my fourth season going on fifth season and it's been nonstop and I, it's because of the community that that's one of the reasons why I do so much for it, to promote it, to be a part of it because it does a lot of good things for a lot of people. Yeah. You no, know, you have a lot of people that are dealing with health issues that can never play football, but actually get a chance to see themselves out there in the field. You have people that have aspirations of being writers, and, be, you know, and and join the broadcasting team and statisticians and things like that that in another community or even in the real world would never be able to get a chance to do such a thing so no. it's, it's a good thing you know overall and um but my last question to you is more player related and I was wondering if you are not selected as a fullback would you still be willing to play or is there another position that you would take if that opportunity to just say no one's looking for a fullback which is i don't think that's going to be the case but is there something else that you'd be willing to play like a secondary position
3: uh the the idea of transitioning to you know running back or tight end uh does have an appeal to it uh if anything though if for whatever reason i don't get drafted as a fullback after this season uh i go through a second season and still don't get drafted uh, I'd probably end up being a kicker or punter, more than likely. Uh, my and I, it may just be my personality as a whole, but the the idea of playing more of a supporting role to either a team as a whole or a you know a more flashy position like running back uh, is is something that has always appealed to me.
1: Fantastic. So, Aaron, that ends our interview, and I want to thank you so much for taking your time out of your busy schedule. I know you've been working a lot, man, and for you to take the time out to just talk to me and let us get to know you was an honor, and I invite you to come back on whenever you want to. Just hit me up and say, Ashley, I need to come out and tell you something or we just need to have another conversation. I do mental health um, shows sometimes, too. So if you want to be a member or or part of that, you can definitely help out with that, too. So,
3: I'll keep that in mind. I appreciate it.
1: Absolutely. But I cannot let you go without giving you the last word. So that can be a song, that can be a poem, or that can be a simple shout out. Hopefully, I'm. I'm gonna get the song or the poem. I'm gonna get one of y'all to do something. <laughs> Bailey, Bailey O'Shaughnessy sung a whole song for me, so I'm hoping one of y'all do something. But right now, uh, I'm yours.
3: Yeah, unfortunately, I don't really have a song or a poem or anything prepared. Uh, <laughs> I do again. Just want to shout out the the entire coaching staff uh, for the Lexington Miners. Uh, I want to wish all of the uh, all the teams going through into playoffs good luck. Uh, in the in the quarterfinals including your scorpions. Uh definitely looking forward to all of those games. And uh yeah, just wish everyone, you know, good health and good fortunes moving forward.
1: Fantastic, Aaron. Thank you. I'll see no you. No problem. Appreciate I'll see you it. Friday actually. Yeah, you will. <laughs> <laughs> score score a touchdown for me, okay?
3: I'll try. No promises. All
1: right. I, I I'll take that. <laughs> all right, man. All right, SFL Nation, and welcome back to my third and final interview. Tonight's guest is Mr. Polly Truth, tight end for the Albuquerque Adams. How are you doing, Mr. Truth?
5: I'm doing great. Glad to be here. Appreciate you having me here.
1: Anytime, man. Anytime. Love it. Love it. And I just want to say I do love that setup you got in the background, brother.
5: Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate it. Got a little studio action going on.
1: Okay, Mister Making Music. What kind of music do you like making?
5: I got like I make hip hop, uh, R and B, pop music, EDM. Literally, try to switch it up. Do any mm-hmm. type of vibe.
1: Dude, I love it. I love it. And so, hey, listen. And this goes for you and anybody else that has tracks that they wanna just try to get out there, let me know. I'll be happy to feature your track in the show and give you the credit for it. So hopefully you'll blow up, you know?
5: Yeah, that's that's the goal, that's the goal.
1: Cool beans, man. So let's just, uh, let's talk a little bit about you. So if Polly Truth is not your name and you feel comfortable giving us your real name, um, your age, your hometown, some interesting facts about yourself i guess i kind of spoiled one of them <laughs> <laughs> and um your favorite nfl team
5: all right so my name is paul sarp Polytruth, truth just like my little my little alter ego um but uh i'm 25 i'm from greensburg pennsylvania it's like west southwest pa and you already know southwest pa who my favorite team is pittsburgh shout okay. out the steelers
1: I'll allow that.
5: I'll allow that. You'll
1: allow that. <laughs> <laughs> that steel curtain is real.
5: Steel curtain is so real.
1: <laughs> so you got some interesting facts besides the one oh, I
5: interesting facts. Yeah. Um obviously I make music mm-hmm. too. Um I sell cars. So anyone in the western PA area <laughs> I got you guys. Or <laughs> well, anywhere. But uh another interesting fact, um I just got just moved into my house. So that's exciting. Um I don't know. I'm, I'm pretty boring.
1: No, I mean, Hey, listen, first of all, congratulations on the move. Thank you. Thank you. And Hey, if you need a car or a hot track, come to you. That's pretty good, man. (laughs)
5: That's (laughs) that's not too too bad. Not at all. No, zero complaints.
1: So tell me, have you played sports before?
5: Yeah. I played football, like, um, up until I quit at middle school. I just politics. The, the western pa politics i was just so i moved on from that but uh i played basketball my whole life after i finished i just played like rec basketball but then after i finished that up i was coaching for a couple of years and then uh i've been bowling my whole life so that's coming up championship coming up next week for the thursday night bowling league <laughs> busy busy busy
1: Bro, I was muted. I don't know. I'm trying to talk to you and I'm muted. <laughs> <laughs> but that's pretty dope, man. So, you, 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 you're you, a bowler and you have a championship. So, I tell you what, if you win, make sure you put it in chat.
0: Oh, so, for sure. Uh,
1: you, and show us your trophy and everything. For and sure. sure. I feature it on the next show.
5: Right? <laughs> for sure.
1: All right, man. So, good luck with that, too.
5: I appreciate it.
1: Hey, the last time I bowled, <laughs> which was not too long ago, I bowled like 18. But, bro, yeah, I don't you know. <laughs>
5: So last week, last week I bowled. How about this? I, again, I've been bowling my whole life. I go up, never bowled a 300. I go up, I throw the first 10 strikes in a row. So I'm like, I'm feeling myself. I'm, I'm shaking. I'm freaking out. I go up and throw the next one. Dumped it. Just, I, just nothing. I didn't even have a shot. So yeah. Yeah. It I don't know it's tough,
1: but bro, at least you had ten strikes. Yeah, I didn't get my name is Striker, and I didn't get one. <laughs> <laughs>
5: no. <laughs> hey, we we my team got the win, and that's all that mattered.
1: Speaking of your team getting the win, mm-hmm. Albuquerque Adams got Albuquerque the win. Albuquerque Adams. Yes, that was want to know. But first off, how did you even find out about the league in, in the first place? So, I w-
5: growing up, I played this other like football league right um but we would actually like play it was like online and we just it it wasn't football it was like an online chat room but we made like a football league we ran so many seasons at least 70 80 seasons and this one this one guy he sent me the link to the league so i've i play 2k i play madden i don't even like playing the games i like building the teams so he, he sent me this right and I, I'm going through discord I'm, I'm looking at it I within five minutes I was like I need a player how do I make a player so I, I got the subscription got uh assigned to the defending champions got blessed with that so like yeah it's I found that's how I found out about it and I'm all fired up about it I'm, I watched my first stream I'm hooked like I'm hooked
1: <laughs> do you remember the first game that you watched though?
5: It was actually so it was the game right before mine, cause I I've I've been in the server for a couple months or a couple weeks, but been busy and like I wasn't really into it. But then I watched the first SFLM game right before I think it was Lexington Miners. Had to do some scouting for week two, and uh, yeah, I watched that and then watched my game, and I wasn't expecting to score. I wasn't expecting to even do a whole lot, but come out had a good game, had a good first game. And now I'm just, I'm I, I'm hooked to SFL. Clearly. All fired up about it.
1: <laughs> I mean, clearly you made an impact with your five receptions. Well, far, targeted five times, five mm-hmm. receptions, fifty-one yards, ten yards uh, per reception, and you got a touchdown. Mm-hmm. And you went twenty-three long. So yeah, you're doing your thing.
5: Yep, had to show out week one. Had to let everyone know what I'm about.
1: All right. It sounds good. (laughs) Who's responsible for your player build? Now I know that you, uh, first off, I would like for you to go over how easy was it or even how difficult it may have been for you to create (laughs) a player and like go through that process of even like choosing your player and things like that.
5: So I was looking, I looked to see what players were available and like what positions. And I, I, when I was younger, I played tight end. So I don't. I don't need to be the number one guy. I don't need to be receiver, running back, quarterback, whatever. Tight end, someone that's gonna do do all the work, no matter what the play call is. So I was instantly hooked to tight end, and then creating my player. I, I so first off, I messaged my coach. It was there's two Jay Williams. I know one's Joshua Williams. I don't know who the other one is, but I was messaging him, Jason, Jason Williams. My bad, coach. Okay, but uh, um yeah so i was messaging him and about four minutes after i submitted my build he uh he messaged me and told me to do like what like the height and weight or weight and so i made my guy a little undersized but got that taken care of so i i don't know what it is in the adam's food but i just grew four inches (laughs) 25 pounds the food they have here is just crazy. <laughs> but uh yeah, so creating my player it was fairly easy. Um I I've, I've played other like simulation games like where you where you you build your players throughout the season. So like I'm familiar with that. For me it's just figuring out like what stats do what and how they impact what. And uh yeah. That's how I'm here. Albuquerque Adams. Want to know?
1: All right. Okay. <laughs> Sounds good, man. And so um was was your intention to be a tight end because you were you played it in the past, or would you have been fine if you were anything else, if if they would have assigned you any other position?
5: I would have been if if I was needed somewhere, that's cool. I, I would have played wherever. But uh yeah, just for me playing tight end when I was younger, seeing that teams that there weren't a whole lot of tight ends at the time when I made my player, yeah, I was sold instantly at tight end. Okay.
1: Gotcha. Gotcha. So that kind of segues into my next question. So if a team is not in need of a tight end but would be willing to draft you at another position, you wouldn't have a problem with going, right? Not at all. Okay. Sounds good. So do you plan – I see you got that nice little setup there. So do you plan on maybe becoming a broadcaster one day or maybe – Hey, so – Anything like that?
5: So it's crazy because – I think it was Deputy Commissioner. He he posted something about broadcasting, and like I, I I messaged someone about it. But yeah, I would like to get into broadcasting. I think it'd be cool. Um, and on top of it, I see I see you've been doing like the video podcast. Um, about two weeks ago, I just got a camera, so. I'm gonna try to maybe get something set up even like doing like on this webcam like I just got the webcam not too long ago yeah about to start throwing something together do some like graphic design work too so make some some cool content start getting into video editing do things like that manage the you know? manage the Albuquerque Adams social media go follow us like and subscribe <laughs>
1: I like that plug. I like that plug. But yeah, <laughs> you should get involved in it because yeah. honestly when I when I first started I never thought that I would be doing anything like this because when I first started it was just audio. So I had yeah. two phones that I was literally talking on one mm-hmm. interviews on one and reporting on the other and now I've graduated to the video and my yep. you know, own editing and things like that so you can definitely do it you know yeah like I
5: definitely, wanna, I definitely want to I definitely want to get more involved like I said I'm whole, I can't believe like cuz like the last game I played like it was a football game I've played it for at least 10 years growing up with these people the community there is toxic like is very toxic and like the community here is just unbelievable i'm mind blown by the whole thing
1: so what is your favorite part about the community particularly
5: i just because it's all i played with all real people before but like it's all real people but like i can tell that it's all genuine people sure there might be a couple people here and there but i haven't seen anyone but yeah it's just genuine people and like i can sense it from being i sensed it two days in
1: So tell me, how did you deal with the COVID situation? Just kind of segue a little bit for something else. How did you deal with COVID and all of the the lockdown that we had to end So
5: for me, me personally, I well, I was laid off for three months. Me personally, I work a lot. So like, I, I personally enjoyed being quarantined. And I was blessed enough to not really get sick. I personally think I had it like early january february-ish but like i was it was before like all the tests came out so i was i was lucky enough to like have a whole 2020 really not sick i was healthy um i went back to work in june and in the car business it's just it's crazy because people were all inside like pent up and yeah it's been good ever since i was able to get a house get a new car so Life's good about to try to get drafted in the S.F.L. No complaints.
1: That is going to be an amazing experience experience for all of you all to go through. <laughs> just to hear your name call because you see it, you know, when yeah. you're watching the draft in real life, you know. Yeah. And I know some people are just wondering, like, oh, I wish that could be me. And mm-hmm. I wish I had that experience. And now you can.
0: And it, I'm telling you.
5: It's crazy. <laughs>
1: You can have all these connections. Like when I first started, I talked to everybody. So
5: Yeah, that's what I'm trying to like branch out and like get to know more people.
1: Exactly. That is the key. Just talk to everybody yeah. and and you'll earn a lot of respect that way as well. Like I know that I, I pretty much I can name at least one person from every team because I've talked to so many people over the, the the many years I've been here, you know. Yeah. And it's it's about just getting out there and kind of putting yourself out there and this, if you're gonna do it with any community, this is the one.
5: No, and that's it. Again, I'm just mind blown by the whole thing that there's there's been 16 seasons that I'm just finding out about it.
1: Hey, you made it better late than never. I made it. Man. That's better all that matters.
5: That's you're right. right. Yep. <laughs> Absolutely.
1: So, what kind of personality will you be bringing to someone's locker room once you get drafted?
5: So, for my personality. I feel like I am the ultimate hype man. I can bring so much hype to the team. And you're getting someone that is putting in the work. I'm going to be helping out, trying to grow the whatever team I get drafted to, I would love to stick with them however many seasons they want me there for. Hopefully until I stop playing. But um yeah, I just you're getting a hype man, you're getting someone that's going to work hard, get those progressions. I love simulation things, man, it's crazy.
1: Sounds good. Tell me, tell us about the uh, the Adams locker room, and then Adam, tell me about what type of locker room that you want to join. What, what kind of, what are you expecting from the team that, that will select you?
5: So I'm hoping So for the Adams locker room, Adams locker room. Awesome. All the dudes in there and females that are in there. Awesome. No complaints about anyone. It's a good group of people. They've helped me out again. I've only been here a couple weeks, but they've helped me out, like figure out a little bit more. And I'm learning more about SFL, like as the time goes, but uh, yeah, the Adams locker room is awesome. Um, As far as what I, what I would expect from like another locker room, just, people people that mesh together well like I don't know just positive but fun environment gotta have fun with it if I'm going if I'm losing every game of the season I'm having fun with it so I'm gonna try to win every game but it doesn't always work that way had a couple losing seasons in my life it is what it is
1: gotcha now did you mention something about doing some scouting?
5: I can do scouting,
1: yeah, for okay. sure. Cuz I know that with the gra- with the graphics and everything and
5: yeah,
1: that'll definitely be a help to the team that you're going to be on and even mm-hmm. with the Adams. Um, but if have you ever if you ever decide that you do want to get involved with anything else, just reach out, you know, like even with Mike Dads for the broadcast team or mm-hmm. Mark Lopez for the stats team or um, um, I forget who's actually over the writing, over the beat writing right now um, because it kind of changed. I think it might be Jeff Gagne or it might be Tom Welsh, I'm not quite sure. But yeah. anything you want to do, man, anything that you inspire to even try.
5: Listen, and that's it. what's crazy because, like, I've seen all these different, like, advertising, like, for different things, like, to help out with the league. I want to do it all. Like, everything that's came across, I want to at least try to do something, a little bit of everything. Because, like... Absolutely. Because like scouting, I'm already scouting for the Adams. I'm trying to see because I'm thinking about staying a second season to to progress a little more. And I'm trying to get I've all my friends that I've always played games with. We always play sim leagues. I'm trying to get them to join. I haven't been able to convince them yet, even for any team. Scout anyone I'm I'm ready for it.
1: (laughs) Tell your friends to watch this podcast, mm-hmm. watch Dave Access, watch Netma, and actually check out these games. And then yeah. they, will, they will understand why we're so engulfed and why we're so
0: yeah.
1: um excited about this, man. <laughs> yeah.
5: I so after my first game, I was hanging out with my one friend the one night, another friend the other night, and two other friends the other day. So me, me being me, I we're hanging out. I'm like, hey check this out. I showed them the, the Adams game. So I, I, I just say, check this video out. I watched them. They, the one, the one pass I had is like a diving catch. I showed them that. And then two plays later is the play. I scored my touchdown and the, the, the broadcaster is saying "Polly truth, Polly truth. And I'm just looking at them and they're just laughing. And I'm just like, you got to join. Like just get in that's it. something that it's something to, something fun
1: to do definitely definitely and it didn't get to, to those times like you know when we were all under that the COVID thing like yeah was, no like, absolutely great way to get you know get absolutely. Mind off that
5: because
1: otherwise you'd go crazy
5: you know? absolutely
1: but you know it it was definitely a pleasure to meet you
0: Polly.
5: I appreciate it pleasure to meet you as well yeah. again thank you for having me here again just just joined here and you're you're welcoming me on, so I appreciate that. Um, yeah, excited to be here. Appreciate you
1: anytime. And if you want to come back, you're more than welcome to come back. Share anything that you want to. Like, got gotcha. you guys um get drafted, if you want to come back and just New. talk about that experience and anything, I'm definitely you know, I'm definitely here for you. But I cannot let you go, Polly, without giving you the last word. So the last word a song that can be a poem. Well that can be a simple shout out. But right now, Polly, the floor is yours. And by the way, I wouldn't mind a song or a poem, but you know, you can go ahead and
2: do what you want. Hold up.
5: You want a song?
1: Uh Uh-oh. Uh-oh.
5: Hold up. I'll get one of the new newly recorded ones unreleased Polly Music.
1: Uh oh, yes. Where is that? See, rookies, he's setting the bar high. He's setting it high.
5: All right, hold up. Okay. Can you hear
1: that? I, do I can. Yeah. Just come in on the second one and take the second one. And put it on. Yeah, yeah,
5: yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Pick a flight, flight out Kyoto, Kyoto, to, to
1: Kyoto, Kyoto, Kyoto to hanging in the dojo,
5: sitting before
0: a logo, so, chilling so, with. Snapping like photo roll up like moto coco no go you know we going hard take a flight out to kill You know what turn it up some turn it up something for Loco, chillin with the squad we be snapping like Photo roll up like moto coco no go you know we going hard Flying through the sky yeah I'm feeling like a star Trying to get by yeah I see that from afar If I, yeah, I see that from afar oh, no. I know you want me, baby girl. I want you to Maybe we could kick it like in soccer, what it do uh, I'm living life luxury you know I keep the past in the past, no I keep it under me Living fast, I'm the head of the company Never last, I am finishing suddenly I get to singing like a bumblebee Never clinging to the puppetry, I live my own life Come and check my summary, wanna be clowns Come and take a step inside, ha <laughs> ha I'm shining bright, rainbow, they know I'ma do what I say so, make no mistakes Say no to the hate volcano Burning inside of me, boy I'm feeling so great They be living life, they be hanging by the strings Let it begin holy like yes like, go, that is go, go, amazing go, you know we going hard take a flight yes killed, you are girl. very very dojo, welcome man
1: and listen yeah. uh, i wish you the best on everything you do and listen if you if you do have some ideas for some songs that you do want me yeah. to feature on the show or even maybe you know i can let you make my my opening thing yeah, i know for sure we'll work together I, I, on that
5: oh for sure i could think of something i can, i for sure think of something
1: all right, brother. A thank
5: something you. together. All
1: right, brother. Thank you so much for sharing Absolutely. that. Absolutely. And like Absolutely. I said, you just put the bar high. You already had a whole track <laughs> ready.
5: So. I got how it. What vibe do you want? I have any vibe <laughs> you want. I got at least 40 songs waiting.
1: Dope, dope. Well, we'll get together very soon. For Appreciate sure. It. And I'm looking forward to seeing you out there on the field.
5: Thank you, thank you. Adam, Albuquerque Adams, two and I I don't know. I think it's this Friday. It is. But. Two and zero. Sorry, right. Lexington. Just has to happen.
1: Uh oh. Uh oh. We we <laughs> actually I actually have somebody I had somebody on from Lexington. Yeah, um,
5: Aaron Alexander.
1: Yeah. So that's gonna be interesting. I should have had and, y'all on together.
5: Me and him <laughs> were going back and forth a little bit the past past two days.
1: Nice. Nice. Wish nice. him well,
5: <laughs> but I wish him well, but good thing he's on offense and not on defense. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Perfect, man. I'll talk to you soon, Polly. This is for fun. sure. Come back. Thank
5: you. I appreciate it. Absolutely.
1: All right. Thank bro. you. you All right, everybody, and that is it. Thank you so much for joining me tonight. Thanks. Special thanks goes out to. Special thanks goes out to Polly, Truth, Aaron, Alexander, Axel, Raven, and of course, my good friend. Todd Anderson (laughs) with me tonight. really appreciate you. And um, do you have any final words for our guests?
2: Uh, Not really, but uh, uh, enjoyed myself. Uh, Ashley, thanks for having me on.
1: Anytime. And you're invited to come back on anytime that you want to. Just let me know and you have a spot. Oh, thank you very much. and to everyone else thank you again for joining us um of course if you want to be on just dm me let me know I'd be happy to make a spot for you as well i'm looking forward to bringing you another great podcast next week but until then y'all stay safe treat each other well todd and strikers